Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to our public podcast, Momentum Builders. I'm Brian Willett, your host. This specific episode is designed to give you insider access to experience what our private podcast sounds like. We understand it's nice to test something out before you buy it. So here's your chance to test us out before signing up for our program, Thriving Leaders University. So please enjoy this free access to get a taste of the vast library of resources that would be available to you if you sign up to be a client. So after listening, consider contacting us through our website, advisorgameplan.com. We exist to serve leaders like yourself. Enjoy. What's up? This is Brian Willett. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Advisor Game Plan. Welcome to the Thriving Leaders Podcast, our client-only private podcast. In each episode, we will take one topic from our game plan service model and dive deep into the best methods I've seen leaders execute. Then you can work with your advisor game plan coach to customize your approach to your unique situation. In your role as a leader, we believe you can change from surviving to thriving. All right, let's get to it. Episode number four, leading through conflict. Come on, you're a leader. You're not dealing with any conflict, right? I mean, you never have people in your organization that think of things differently or see the world through a different lens and think, yeah, everyone's on the same page at all times and never have any conflict. You know, that's just not reality, right? As leaders, we spend more of our time than I think any of us would want to leading through conflict, friction points, whatever it is that you would want to call it. And so let's spend some time here today working through what can our approach be as a thriving leader to lead through conflict. And I'm going to take it from two angles, not just for helping your people through conflict, but also helping yourself in how to manage the stress and emotion that comes from being a leader leading through conflict points. Because let's be honest, it can wear on us. It can wear you down. And sometimes we handle ourselves in that moment, but it drains our battery so much that the next moment after that, we explode on something or we mess up in the way we handle something because we're allowing the weight of dealing with that conflict to flow over into other areas of our life. So let's talk today about how do we get our mindset right? How can we approach these with some some general ideas, general education here that I've observed in thriving leaders themselves. And I've also experienced trial and error working through this process myself over my time in leadership. So let's start with one method you can choose. Okay. Now this first method comes with a disclosure. You need to have core values. So we have a podcast episode on core values Listen to that if you need to start with instilling core values in your organization first. 
But once you have core values instilled in your organization, then this first method is a really good option that is my personal favorite when leading through conflict. So I call it start with your core values. How do we start? When you sit down with somebody, you're having a meeting, you're going to listen first. I call this speak to understand, not to be understood. Make sure they feel heard and understood first. So hear the situation. Don't go off rumors or other things you've heard about it. Make sure you hear it directly from the source. What is the conflict point? Second, lay the core values on the table. So pull out the core values or put them on your screen on your TV, but don't just verbalize them. You need the visual for this method to be effective. Why? Because there's a difference between Brian telling you, here's our core values, and you seeing them as an object, as a state of being, as a culture of our company in visual form. So get those out. Quickly make sure everybody can look at them. Give a breathe moment is what I call it. Let it breathe. A little silence won't hurt anything. Let everybody just stare and look at the core values for a moment. Then ask, how should we resolve this blank conflict that we're dealing with right now based on living our core values in this moment? So I'm going to repeat it again. How should we resolve blank conflict based on living our core values in this moment and then just shut up as a leader. Let them think, let them process, let them consider what's going on. It's important to let this moment breathe again. Let them think through this. Let them have a moment to collect. Don't jump in and save them. Don't jump in and give the answer. They are then going to reflect and either have an emotional response Something along the lines of, well, these don't apply or, you know, maybe an emotional response of going down what you would think is an excuse chain. Have you ever heard that before in conflict? Well, the reason we're having this conflict is because of so-and-so and blame, 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 blame. Don't jump in necessarily and cause, you know, an emotional reaction back at them. Maybe you need to cut them off and just say, stop for a second. I want you to think this through before you comment anymore. Um, depending on the moment, I trust you in that moment to make the right decision, but this gives you a format to get them thinking in the right way. And most commonly what I've seen is people react by saying, oh, well, if we look at it in that lens, according to our core values, we should resolve this in this way. And it becomes obvious in a culture that has been established in core values, how we should resolve each conflict based on our core values. Let's give another example. So example number two, what if you're in conflict yourself? So you need to bring up for our example number two, a topic to another person and you expect by bringing up this topic, maybe it's correcting them on something or asking them not to do something anymore. You expect it's going to create conflict. So there isn't conflict yet, but you know bringing up a certain topic is probably going to create a response from the other individual, which will create conflict. So what is a process we could give you of how to approach this? So I would start with number one of be honest. So call it and just say as you come into that conversation, 
hey, this may be a difficult conversation. I've got some not fun news to bring up to you, or I have, I have something I need to talk with you about, and I'm kind of uncomfortable with this conversation and concerned that it will create some conflict in our relationship. And I don't want that. I want us to have a good relationship, but I got to bring up a tough topic. So be honest. Number two, connect it to trying to live your core values. So how can you connect this to say something along the lines of, in this moment, I'm trying to live our core value of whatever that is. And so if you can connect it to a core value and that your desire is to live these agreed upon core values, think of the power of that for the other person having to receive this conversation. Number three, tee it up so that this is something that they expect that's coming. So I call this the tee up. So you're going to say, hey, this may not be easy to hear. And then ask them a question through this, if it's appropriate, to say, how would you want me to approach you if I had a potential friction point topic that I need to bring up to you? How would you want me to bring something like that to you so that we could both know that we're both trying to do the right thing in this moment? We're both trying to live our core values, but that this may be something we disagree on and are going to need to work through and try to avoid the conflict becoming a major conflict. And then follow their method if possible. So if someone says, and I've heard this a lot, they say, you know what? I appreciate you saying that. Now I'm ready mentally. Just give it to me direct and and I will be calm as we talk through this. Think what you just did. You helped them get self-awareness. You kind of gave them a warning so that they could get themselves in the right mindset to receive some news that they may not agree with or be comfortable with right away. And therefore, self-awareness being one of the most important traits for us in any business, you just help that person gain self-awareness so that they can help you go through this leading through conflict and hopefully get to a resolution faster on the other side. Let's give you a third approach or way, a situational process here that you could use when leading through conflict. I would go to the change process. A lot of times when we go through change, and you can find this on advisorgameplan.com by going to our resources page, logging in as a client, and searching for the change process. You will find this document. And what we go through in emotions when we're going through change is that resistance, chaos, questioning, did we really go the right way or do we need to turn around? But then eventually having an integrating idea being able to make progress on that and ultimately get to a new status quo that's better than where we were before the change. Now that same thing in just a slightly different way applies to leading through conflict because typically the first emotions you get when leading through conflict are either resistance or chaos is created in that moment, right? And then after you get through that, sometimes there's questioning of, 
well, why are we even dealing with this conflict or why are we even trying to go this way? And, and so then you're trying to lead them through to have a spark of some kind of idea that would show some positivity of where we're trying to go in this. And that's where I think your core values become so key, helping change that self-awareness mindset. So if you need another visual to help you when leading through conflict and, it, and you're focused on trying to build self-awareness in the individuals involved, pull out that change process and see if that would apply or help you in the unique situation that you're in in that moment. All right, last part that I think is really important. I'm a DISC certified coach and DISC is a personality questionnaire. You can do some research on it. You can ask your coach or, or talk to me about this process if you have questions. But one of the areas that we need to consider with conflict is seeing things through others people's lens. Typically when we're dealing with conflict or leading through conflict as a leader, we need to be focused first as a leader on how the other people are viewing this situation. But then if there's multiple people involved here, we need to be helping build self-awareness of getting each person to look at it from the other person's seat. Reference our first episode of Thriving Leaders around servant leadership team culture. That could be helpful in this moment. But to continue our thought here, if we're trying to help people see things in other people's lens, one of the most important parts to that is thinking that others don't think like me necessarily. It doesn't mean they're wired in the same mindset that I am. And so like in DISC, there's four different typical personality mindsets, or I would put thought processes. And, and so knowing that this other person thinks and perceives the world and approaches the world in a different method than how I think and perceive and approach the world can be helpful in resolving this conflict and understanding each other. So that is a resource to consider in one way or another is helping people understand there's a difference in personalities, different approaches to the world, and that they can think like others to help get to a resolution in conflict. But the other part of it is, is when you think of thinking in the other person's seat and in, their, in the way they're viewing this conflict, it doesn't mean you have to drop who you are and how you think of it. It just means that we're looking at how can we best serve the other person through this conflict. And as a leader, that starts with us and our approach when we're leading through conflict to take the patience to make sure that we understand how Bob and Mary are looking at this, the differences in their personalities to go one step further, potentially the differences in their demographics as far as generations go. So there's a difference of experiences and thought processes in general that baby boomers have from generation X to now the largest generation in the workforce, the millennial generation, and then down to the generations coming behind that with Gen Z. So if we can bring in a little bit of these concepts and whether in the moment of leading through conflict, I try to educate and maybe bring in some thoughts here, either on an individual basis or as a group, or 
if I want to be proactive in my organization, maybe we start doing mixing in a little bit of this education during our monthly regular meetings or team huddles or whatever it is, so that when we get to conflict moments, which we can never fully avoid, it can be easier to reference back to those concepts to help us resolve them. Those can both be really effective ways to lighten this burden for us as leaders as we try to lead our organization through conflict points. So let's transition now to the last part of our podcast episode here today and talk about as leaders, how do we not feel the weight of this burden too much as we're leading through conflict to where it drains our battery and it even affects the way that we approach other situations after dealing with the conflict itself. And, you know, it's funny, even just this morning, I got a great example of someone that used some attitude in a moment where they don't usually do that and don't know this for sure. But I have to wonder if that came from they were probably as a leader dealing with other conflict issues earlier today that has drained their battery, drained their ability to have that same energy level and same approach that they always have and therefore they in a moment where it really isn't typical for them to not handle their tone correctly or not handle their approach correctly, maybe did it in a weaker way than they usually do and, and frustrated some people underneath them in that moment. I heard this story and it stuck out to me knowing I was going to do this podcast today of here's a real life example of where conflict can weigh on us as leaders and we need to have self-awareness around that reality. We are not Superman that can just take on everything over and over and over again and never have it affect us. So what can we do about it to manage it? Couple suggestions to consider here. Number one, make sure you have your release moments to be able to deal with this yourself. It can, it can kind of bind up some energy inside of you, some frustration, etc. And if we just try to hold that down and in for the rest of our life, that, that can really be an energy drainer. So are you in a healthy workout routine or are, are there certain things that you find value in that gets you in a better mood or back in game mode kind of thing? And I'll tell you for myself, one of the things I learned is when I had these things building up and dealing with a lot of conflict and a lot of weight and starting to drain me, I went back to my days that when I was playing basketball, what got me in game mode? Well, it was that 20 minute warm up before the game of, of my routine and the things I did to really get the blood flowing for me to get back into a rhythm ready for the game. And so I started just mixing in simple exercises or stretches or, or things I could do to get the blood going in those moments and kind of get, get myself back into game mode after unexpectedly having to lead through a conflict point. And so that worked for me. That may not work for you, but you got to think back to your past and the things that help you get back into game mode. And how do you use that to create a routine for you to respond when you're dealing with conflict to get yourself back in the right game mode after that, to not let any of that carry over into your other parts of your, your responsibilities in your day. So think about that as leaders so that we don't allow all of this to build up in ourselves and then take it out in the wrong spots. And then one other suggestion I would have is make sure that you have either a journal or a mentor 
or a support system around you of where you can you can clear your thoughts, clear your mind, be able to move past conflict that you had to manage through and kind of make that turning point through these things. Sometimes it's even a reflection point where you can take time to to learn from that moment that you went through of leading through that conflict. And the last suggestion that kind of goes along with that is this concept of clarity breaks. Have you ever heard of a clarity break? Have you ever implemented a clarity break in your situation? What I would personally define a clarity break as is it's a pre-reserved period of time on a regular rotation where I can go in with just a blank sheet of paper, not with an agenda, not with things I have to do, blank sheet of paper, what's on my mind right now, get that out, think it through and process it, and be able to really move myself into proactive mode instead of reactive mode. It's kind of a reset of my mind to get me back into that proactive mode and leave behind the conflict I've I've had to deal with and lead through as a leader in order to lead my organization into the future now where we're going and not allow that conflict to weigh me down in our pursuit forward of our vision. So I hope you found value or, or at least picked up one or two ideas of what you've done to approach leading through conflict and maybe what you could do in the future to enhance the processes and systems you've learned in dealing with those moments. For more resources on the content we talked about today, head on over to advisorgameplan.com and click on the client login button at the top of the page. If you have questions, please contact your advisor game plan coach. And to keep access to this database of timeless podcast topics, feel free to subscribe to Thriving Leaders on your podcast app of choice since you have exclusive client access. Let's choose to be thriving leaders. See ya.